0: Summer, 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 summer! summer, summer. Woo! I will never forget (laughs) when did we? Yeah, did we start the summer episode last year talking about this? We we could have absolutely.
1: We talked about High School Musical two at the jump because I do believe that like regardless of the year, regardless if you say it, it's always gonna come back around. Every high school summer. musical too. Yes, always I agree. And it's kinda like good for them.
0: No, good for them. I don't think that like anyone involved Disney, I don't think that um Lucas Gabriel, I don't think mm. anyone is capitalizing on it in the way that they could. Exactly. Like I do think for our generation, like it's all about high school musical too, but it feels like it's fallen flat in like the cultural
1: history of I agree our times. And like what like that specific click, summer, 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 like that's our firework. You know what I mean? Like that should be happening every June. What? Every beginning of summer. That song. You want that little like little clip. What time is it? Summer. time It's a vacation. vacation.
0: You think everyone in the world yes. should be listening to that on June first. I believe the first so. day of pride. Good children. I'm sorry, we have to do it again. Mm. One, two, three. A good
1: children.
0: Yeah, sometimes you have to do it twice. Sometimes you do because and, like, that was nice. That was that was, was a nice one,
1: and it was higher than normal. I think that we went higher. We went higher because we're hydrated.
0: Hey guys, and welcome back to Good Children, the <laughs> podcast for hosts Joe Hedges and, and Reflect on
1: our twenty-two years of friendship. Growing up in the late 2000s, early 2010s,
0: and all of the nostalgia, trauma, and last days of school that go
1: along with it. Oh,
0: what are we talking about today? Today
1: we're talking about the last day of school, the feeling of that day, what was what was happening on that day, what's coming afterwards, what we're looking forward to, the whole spiel.
0: I will never forget the feeling of that last week. That la- especially, I mean, elementary school. Oh yeah, when it's board game week. Board game in movie week? <laughs> yes. It's like the teachers is... didn't want to do. They didn't want to do anything it. and neither did I. They yeah. were like cleaning their classrooms out in the middle of us playing like checkers mm-hmm. on a desk. It was so a sweltering nine hundred degrees <laughs> in the room. <laughs> I remember like it was always did you ever get rashes on your ankles? rashes on my ankles what the fuck is going on like i don't know if this is the norm across the country where was the air conditioning where was the like or where was the fan where was like if there was was always a a bleak ass fan in the classroom (laughs) why i i don't know if it's still happening it's not it should not be legal to have 40 kindergartners Mm -hmm. in a classroom with no air condition in
1: june june that's the thing it's like I know that those wind tunnel fans exist and maybe the teacher just needs a mic because I need that fan in that classroom because they have that little Honeywell in that room. You, I'm looking at your Honeywell fan right here. Yeah, they have one of those little Honeywells for 30 kids in the room. Well, in it's not June?
0: the teacher's fault. It's the fucking education system's fault. That's the craziest part. It's like why are? Because I can't imagine being an adult in that room. Mm-hmm. At least we were kids. Like we were. I was soaking, sweating, dripping onto a desk. If I was a full grown teacher sitting in a classroom that did not have air conditioning in the literally the summer. Yeah, that's insane. 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 insane! It's insane. They were, at, but again, like and those we were sweaty ass kids,
1: and you know, it got to a point where it stunk. It stinks, stanks, stunk all up in that room. And the thing is, too, it's like we were, we had recess, right? There was recess, yeah. But it was always the worst when it was a little too hot for recess, and you would just oh, and you weren't allowed to go outside. You weren't allowed to go outside. I was always like amen <laughs> little jim play a movie best day of my life play a movie play a movie what was one of your favorite like, again that last week the do nothing week but i figured i think i was also helping teachers like pack for milk. sure we both were doing we, that. Both we both were both we were we were like...
0: volunteering as the other kids were like building bionicles i was like i will organize the file cabinets <laughs> did you, for do any you any little help?
1: help oink
0: oink zoo pals moo, moo moo zoo pals ribbit ribbit zoo pals zoo pals making. eating Fun? Remember Zoo Pal- Zoo Pals? That no. just came, that came to me, that hit you... like a message from God. You don't remember Zoo Pals? Can ah, Zoo Pals are they were they were advertised? Expl- th- please explain. endlessly. It okay. was the plates that had yes. animal faces, yes. and, and like, the ears would the be ears like, like little. my little yes, sauces exactly. Your sauce, your sauce ears. My sauce ears. And I loved <laughs> a Zoo Pal. And why was it advertised relentlessly on yeah. television? Yeah. I remember that that jingle to me. But it it did work. They were it, all up in those classrooms. They, they were all were up in or, your house. They were in my house. For I, sure. I Zoo Pals are still If Zoo Pals still exist, I'm about to buy That's going to be our new plates. I
1: was just about to say are we going to be using paper plates Zoo Pals? I'll
0: I'll dip them in acrylic.
1: Smart. That's That'd so be smart. gorgeous. Because the thing is about those plates again, like you don't have to be a kid to want a little swastivet. divot like you know what I mean like that yeah. was smart I think it's more about
0: the zoo animal faces <laughs> there was about the sauce divots but oh, yeah you're right about, like
1: how strategically I could use my plate what was one of your favorite movies to watch
0: I have had like to come on I've been having a really big moment lately with the little mermaid in a way that I can't necessarily even like properly articulate but it's do your best I always do. Mm -hmm. I watched Halle Bailey's performance of Part of Your World on American Idol last night. I was watching American Idol last night. You were watching American Idol last night? I watched American Idol last night. Katy Perry, by the way, is sitting in the audience. She's sitting at the judges panel. It's her fucking peanut farm, Luke. Bryan, Luke Bryan. Peanut farm. Lionel Richie. Okay. And... Luke and Lionel are in their typical boring outfits. Katy Perry is no. fully dressed as Mrs. Incredible, wig, mask, insane corset, like fully tiny little waist, a full latex suit, like body paint so that her eyes are black, just giving normal notes.
1: I actually like she's I, just like us yeah she is just like us I really do admire that she's always in drag
0: she's always an insane fucking costume and she's not addressing it no like I was watching I was watching it with my mom and I was like this is exactly something I would be doing like there's no way in which it was Disney week on American Idol I would not be showing up
1: as a character do you think that she also said the same exact thing that you said to me before this episode which was don't bring don't bring, address, it up. Don't bring it up what I'm wearing <laughs> I actually can picture Katy Perry looking at Luke Bryan and Lytle Richie, like don't, don't address what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> what I'm wearing please but Halle
0: Belly performed okay and something about this Little Mermaid reboot I am not a fan of the live action Disney reboots mm-hmm. I have not seen literally I think any I have never seen a single one really I have not seen any of the live action reboots not like genuinely not one of them okay um I'm I have tickets to opening Night of Little Mermaid like I literally had to buy them months in advance because so I was like yeah. I cannot miss this shit no. like something about it and like all of these critiques about it being like too visually dark and not colorful enough. Like I don't give a fuck. Like I don't care that Sebastian looks like a crab I ate yesterday. Like I don't care that it's a Mm. scary animal. Something about Halle Bailey's casting is what's speaking to me. Like watching her perform that song. I like literally almost cried. I was like, this is a Disney prince. Like this is the most, the only time, no disrespect to Lily James, the only time (laughs) That a Disney princess casting has been done right. And yeah. like it's insane that she had to face the racist
1: backlash for this mm-hmm. role because literally no one else could do it. Like no. nobody else could play Ariel. She's giving a different, like, again, it's a refreshing interpretation on the actual song itself. Like the riffs, ah, the ev- I haven't the heard it full through
0: yet.
1: But Summer
0: Summer. yeah, I love the little mermaid I guess is my long story short.
1: the little mer and because the thing is about summer and you know after that first day, we're going right back to your damn house. I'm going in, in your above pool. ground pool and we are flipping our fins trying to get so far. Wow. yeah, yeah,
0: I think that like mermaids did more for the gay community than like, I'm so scared. <laughs> I'm like really afraid. Ellen DeGeneres you could think ever that do. mermaids did more than Ellen?
1: Yeah. I can kind of see that because. Do you know what I mean? Because, again, there was a whimsical element to it. It allowed you to play into your creativity and it allowed you to want a Flipping fin, and they gave it. They gave a positive, uplifting example of what a successful
0: LGBTQIA community member could look like in *Mermaids*. Do you know what I mean? Yes, for sure. And Ellen, I didn't see that. Ellen wasn't swimming. Ex- well, Dory. Well,
1: Dory was swimming. I love Finding Nemo. Also, Finding Nemo. I will say, like had a lasting impact on me at the beginning because it was scary. It was scary, it was terribly sad. It was, no, it was one of the saddest things
0: I've seen. It starts, that movie begins, it opens with 180 of Nemo's siblings getting murdered, <laughs> murdered. immediately out of the gate.
1: Slaughter dead, and we've said it before and I'll say it again, but Disney loves
0: death. They love death. But summer.
1: Summer. <laughs> <laughs> No, please continue
0: on Finding Nemo.
1: No, Finding Nemo, okay. Finding Nemo was the epitome of the beginning of summer. But for you, I think that you were a huge Nemo head from the beginning. Yeah, You know I was a Dory head. You know that's where I did kind of find some of my love for Australia. Um, In Finding Nemo? Yeah. Yeah. you found
0: some of your love for Australia yeah. finally finding... are they
1: not in Australia yeah
0: but I almost I'm, I hate to say it like I would argue the Australians are the all the villains of that movie they are the villains
1: but it was a beautiful landscape it's underwater until their dentist office it's that's the beautiful well, landscape. No, the birds a, are it's, flying it's an around ocean,
0: a highway and a dentist's office it looks a lot like Long Island and you said I want to move to Australia yeah okay we know we both love those drugs. The jugs of juice. Joe, what are they called? The jugs of juice juice? jugs, the The barrels.
1: Yeah, what were they called? Those barrels of juice. You guys know what we're talking about? You haven't had these barrels of juice. Let's paint a picture. They look like a barrel, one. (laughs) Two, they're every different artificial color you can imagine. And it's topped with a little bit of foil that you peel back. But you can never get all the foil off. You can never get all the foil off, so it could cut your lip. Mm-hmm. But, but the sweetness of that juice. You can't match it. You can't match it. It's almost
0: as if I would describe what's inside that barrel is the same liquid that is inside a candy soda,
1: the gummies, the, the wax sodas. Oh, yes. Do you know what I mean? And. I do believe every time I drank that barrel, I said, this should not be the quantity. Oh, no, yes. It should be a teaspoon. It should, it should be come in a be syringe. That wax. It, yeah. it should be syringed. Because it, one, gave you a burst of energy yes. for about 10 minutes. Yes. It was like a Until Celsius. you were crashing. Mm-hmm. And
0: then I would say, give me another one.
1: Hit and me. I would say, let me lay on the float. It was always very sweet for us that we were
0: able to enjoy things like the pool together. Yeah where we could both be like fat together in yeah. the summer and like not have to be observed by a third party it was always horrible when there'd be like a skinny person invited to the party <laughs> like i'm sorry like, to say
1: no i agree because the skin we would be on the noodle because the
0: noodle, noodle sunk you below the surface
1: <laughs> Absolutely,
0: the noodle sinks were one of my faves. Because you were like, no one could see anything but my collarbones, my neck, and, and my if face. If you
1: need to confirm that I'm floating, just look down at my feet because they're, they're dangling in the, water. in the water. Yep, yep, yeah. Otherwise, I'm on top. Well, even when I was on a float, I feel like I was on my stomach. I was gonna say you were flipped over. I knew you were. I was always on my stomach. you, had the, you as a child had such a tan back. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I did. I really did. It was one of my qualities. And that's
1: the telling sign of pot of the tan back. Children is if they have a tan back, you know that they're dealing with something on the front. I think that like again, as a little boy who loved direction, you knew how to direct even in the pool. What the hell are you saying? We love to play in the pool, but like you love to tell the games, the Olympics, the Oh red light God. green lights the wave pools the, the wave the whirlpools, the whirlpools. That
0: nothing was... nothing unifies a group of nine-year-olds more than committing to making a whirlpool in an above ground pool like yes. actually the commitment to pushing that water in a circle feels democratic in a way i like
1: pee me with joy because the because if there were the more and more people that you got, the faster it went. Yes. obviously. So sometimes it was like crazy. rapid
0: speed. I was just thinking because I remember one time specifically being at my cousin's house and there was, they had a very small pool and there was about 30 kids in it. <gasps> and I remember being like, this is the craziest experience of my entire life. And now I'm like, was I just a child who was like imagining this being crazy? Because I was bridged to terabithia pilled. Do you know what I mean?
1: Why are you going to bring up bridge to terabithia <laughs> because
0: i was a child who like i had a very vivid imagination and i think i would take normal situations and like bridge to terabithia it where like i would someone's tr- dying here no no one's dying i would like like if i was in a normal whirlpool and above ground pool like my brain i could imagine that i was like in like Charybdis in the Odyssey. Do you know what I mean? Stop. <laughs> like stop. I, like was like, I am experiencing like like I would just like flash into alternate realities kind of as a child, like with my imagination. Yeah. So I don't know whether or not like the whirlpool that I was in was as intense as it was, or if my memory, my created fictionalized memory of it was like just the crazy experience remember
1: f- fucking flying around yeah. that pool. As like fast screaming. as I could. Yeah. Everyone else is like, this is fun. You're like, oh. like tomorrow's horizon. <laughs> Why was I like seven years old craving a lazy river? We were the laziest of rivers. <laughs> We've were talked about laziest this. We were the laziest of love rivers. love a lazy river. Love a lazy river. And those whirlpools gave me lazy, lazy river. river.
0: I used to like um, dream, fantasize about having
1: a lazy river. In my Kids backyard. loved like going up a slide or playing on those little playgrounds. Uh-huh. I'm like, put me in a <laughs> tube tube and let me lay down this lazy river mm-hmm. let that tube let the
0: seams in that tube create creases around my torso that's fine wait <gasps> joe i think that's that was beautiful thank you half day there were some teachers who made you work on half days made you yeah. still do school work on half days and yeah. i would say to them if you haven't taught us it by now that's on you because my
1: brain is checked out, out. It's time for summer. I'm not learning anything new. I'm not gonna remember it in two months. I guess I guess middle school I didn't feel the stress. The 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 weeks lead like the week leading up, I feel like this is when we started getting into finals and state testing and oh, things like that. And finals. then that I know you didn't give a fuck. There's some of us that gave some fucks. Yeah. And I gave all of I fucks. think all the fucks in the world for everyone. Yeah. yeah. But that last day though would be like a release. It was my like <gasps> But you didn't get your grades back yet. No, so
0: you know I was still on edge, right? See, I used to like love the fact that we didn't get like our Regents grades back until school was over because I was like, who fucking, who's checking? Who cares? I was checking by the hour.
1: Why? By the hour. I think have that, you like unpacked this in therapy yet? Um, I've brought it up in therapy for sure, but I do think that it needs to be a full blown topic. Yeah, and this was like again
0: oh I'm in so much pain
1: i think it was attention i wanted i mean it was validation for me obviously right i was validating myself i was like okay i'm gonna check every because if it wasn't the a good enough grade like suicide it wasn't even chop sue but i don't think anyone would really know because i would still come over here and i would pretend like nothing even happened and i know that That's if worse. anyone wasn't gonna talk about it it was you yeah the off chance that you would then I think I would go to the next level. If I, if you came over, and I was like, "What'd you
0: get on like AP Spanish?" Yeah,
1: and I was like, "Oh, I got a two. and you were like, "Oh, I got a four. I don't think I was ever, ever that one to do that. That ever. was like
0: the the one area where I never. Hmm, but did I ever do that with because, you? No, I just watched you do it to other people. Yeah, I think that's probably because I always felt secure in Mm. academics in the sense that not in academics but in intelligence yeah the one thing i was told since i was a child was like you are so smart like that is like that and also talented like were the two things like i think that that's why i never like um i never felt the need i never worried about grades and i also never felt the need to like compare and contrast mm. because i think i actually had a reasonable reasonable and mature approach to that as a result of like being told by everybody in my that life you like were smart. you're a genius like that literally actually was people like want to talk shit about being gifted and talented like because it like fucks you up but like i personally what i took out of it was like i'm gifted and talented yeah like i and to this day i think those are the two areas of my life that i don't feel any insecurity about everything else i'm deeply insecure but i'm like i'm smart and i am talented and you know what happens to
1: those that don't get into gifted and talented you're like
0: i'm not gifted and i'm not talented
1: yeah yeah and then i'm spending the rest of my school years trying to prove that i'm gifted and i'm talented isn't that crazy yeah yeah i think that that program actually i mean like i know it served you very well it served me great it served you so well it was like it ruined your life. It ruined my life. Kind of like, i kind it did ruin your life. Wanted, a, I just wanted to be able to opt in. Like you guys were like doing those little things in the classroom. Like you were ideating. You were coming up with all these different You're things. And I was like, I know you don't want me here, but I want to be here. And I can tell you that I would still be able to offer something to this space. Yeah, it's just I just you know oh my
0: god it's uh, guys, we're unpacking <laughs> it in real time i kind of do think genuinely yeah. that probably is the main issue yeah like it all comes back to the gifted and talented program i agree, I agree. yeah
1: and that was a really young because then at that point you're I like in second grade second grade and it wasn't like off of not. iq
0: yeah it was based on Partially. iq and then it was like you had to do like puzzles and like problem solving yeah. tests which i think may have been the iq test and then oh my god do you
1: really i kind of believe it could be this yes
0: Uh, well i literally me saying that the two things i felt confident in were like my intelligence and my talent and then realizing that's what gifted and talented was like it
1: actually makes a lot of sense for me to be like oh there was an option for me to be in it but i didn't do well enough to get into that program i didn't figure out the puzzle yeah the iq whatever And then it just spiraled since. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Being side by side with you for my whole childhood, being like, Joe gets to leave the room and I don't.
0: Yeah. I actually its actually crazy. It's a negative core belief. Yeah. It's a belief that was established as a child by adults to you that made you believe that that is the truth for the rest of your life. And all we can do as adults is force ourselves to unlearn that negative core belief. Like, that's your main negative core that's belief my main is negative... I am not gifted and talented. Yeah. And you obviously are. I am
1: now. Yeah. You I always ha- always have. I always have been. Wait. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, I'm really happy that the end of school episode we like, recognized that, like, trauma. my deepest trauma of not feeling gifted or talented because I wasn't told that I was gifted and talented in, in grade school. Second grade. Yeah. Because yeah. that was happening at home. And that was the right. thing. My parents were like. You are gifted yeah, and talented. You deserve parents. a seat in that yeah. space. And then I'm like, I do. Yeah. And then I'm like, can I just hop on the bus with you guys? And they're like, literally no. Literally no. Yeah. But anyways, wow. Um yeah, I did feel. I do feel that summer was an opportunity for me to be a part of the gifted and talented program because I was at your house,
0: and it essentially was run the same way. It was run.
1: It was run like you were the administrator in that room. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, okay Here's so our to, project for the week Exactly i like, today we're doing Egypt <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, perfect, I know exactly what we're going to do
0: yeah. yeah It was, I definitely grew up in a place where I could be really creative about like my unique hyper fixations at yes. the time Like that was definitely, and again, like that has benefited me to mm-hmm. this day summer was a time for me to get creative it was like bust out the camera bust out the papers and pencils like let's start drawing let's start making shit
1: let's start playing like that was all Mm. i cared about yeah period i didn't want to go outside you didn't want to go outside you didn't want to to play sport you don't want to really hang out necessarily you didn't really want to go in a pool at other people's houses no why did i ever want i had a pool at home I think that, yeah, you were really kind of a young recluse who just wanted to be creative. Yes. And it really did benefit you in such an amazing way. And I still just want to be creative and want to be left alone. Left alone to be creative. And now my brain is like, I want to find a volleyball team. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's because I spent my summers and the beginning of my summers being like sport, sport, camp, camp whatever and then my off time would be like i'm gonna hang out with joe and we're gonna put on a wig and i'm gonna yeah. report myself fun and now i'm like you know you, you like, you really you really uh you really got it all going i on. had it good you had it good because it kind of has followed you to this point and like you can still do what you were doing when you were a kid and like what my majority of my childhood summers were was based around sports and activity and when you lack the sport and activity as an adult you're like what do I do yeah. what do I do whoa, whoa. we did actually, not know what this episode was going to be about actually turning into I think we just clip this up and send it to my therapist yes I agree Right? Yeah. because I think that this would be a really good talking point it'd for be the good for him episode. to know
0: when did you start wearing deodorant? Sixth grade. You knew that immediately? immediately. You had the answer immediately ready yes, to go? Because Why? Because I feel
1: like for me, it was like when you entered middle school, it was time to get serious. Yeah, I it kind of like, think I'm that older. that makes sense. And I think that that wasn't the case for. A lot. Yeah, of there were some stinky kids. But like, it should be expected that once you enter middle school, you gotta figure it out, right? Can you please elaborate a little bit more about your summers on the farm?
0: Summers on the farm, were and especially
1: like the beginning of summer on the farm, like as a kid, because like, like you when ended I first school, and I would go up to the, farm. Right to the farm. Yeah,
0: um, summers on the farm were interesting because there was no crops being grown in the summer at all. No. Like the corn. Well, at the end of the summer is when the corn would start to grow again. So in the mm-hmm. beginning of summer, it was like. A lot of Leaven's Land, which was, like, a lot of room to run around and play. I was going to say, I feel like you frolic. I frolicked. I mean, there was obviously, like, you know, it's the middle of nowhere. Like, there mm. was risk of bears and wolves. And you'd hear, like, coyotes at night. Like, yeah. But I learned how to, like, you know, like, you got to use flashlights. You got to make sure yeah. the doors are locked. Like, keep your trash inside. Like, all the obvious yeah, things raccoons, that people who yeah, know about. Bears. People who grew up on farms know what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. you guys know. And yeah summer up there was amazing like you just like there's something about being around fresh air and like seeing trees yeah. as far as you can see and like riding on the four wheelers and like the like honestly like there were some six wheelers that i'd ride sometimes and it was just like a really special time because i just felt like all of the traditions and yeah. the memories that i made up there like they
1: really shaped me into who i am today it's so beautiful that when you speak about the farm and your experiences at the farm your accent comes out oh my god did it
2: Theory. that his favorite he really needs it too
1: Ha-ha. before we start wrapping up I feel like the lush greenery in the summer upstate New York was beautiful and correct me if I'm wrong were you a big slip and slider no oh I was gonna say I feel like it's the perfect space for a slip and slide I don't think I ever in my entire
0: life like I... or slowed you were at I don't think I slid once.
1: I have a, I really, okay, let's, let again, you were can you cut this out if you slider?
2: want.
1: No, I. You slid. I was sliding faster than all of the <laughs> little <laughs> twigs around you me. You weren't sliding, you were soaring. <laughs> I was soaring, I was flying, and there wasn't a star in heaven. It was so tough as a fat kid to not be able to hide in the water. One, have to stand up and in wait, a line and, and wait. wait and, and wait. wait and then everyone's looking at you to go and slide to throw your fat body on a piece of plastic
0: covered in water and yeah. then land in some grass yes yeah sure I also remember going to SeaWorld cancelled me in like 6th grade and they had this I'm going to hold my mic down here they had a chant that went bum bum shamu shamu <laughs> No. and I would like me and Amanda would like me and my sister would do it, do to, it each to each other. other back in the pool we'd always do <laughs> shamu, shamu shamu yeah that's actually no horrific. one bullies a fat kid more than
1: themselves yes I think that's what we're learning
0: yeah yeah and it's a negative core belief I learned the word in therapy this week which is why it's brought up twice now
1: yeah, and we're really working through a lot of negative core beliefs. Yeah. So if you're out there and you had similar experiences with these negative core beliefs, we got to work through We're going to do some Oh, let's do some affirmations. Okay, I would love that. I am confident. I am confident. I am sexy. I am sexy. I am intelligent. I am intelligent. I am gifted. I am gifted. I am talented. I am
0: talented. I am going to make the most
1: of this week. I am going to make the most of this week. And so it is. And so it is. Good children to the guidance office.
2: Hey, guys. So I'm sitting waiting to go into work, and I'm having a problem. So I wanted to call my besties who don't know that I exist. So typically, of course, it's a boy problem. Basically, over the summer, I met this guy. We really hit it off. We went to a few work events together and would just, like, literally talk for hours on end. And, of course, got a crush on him. Doesn't hurt that he's attractive, too. He has like, basically the same upbringing, same background, everything. Problem is, he has a girlfriend. Are you kidding? So, what started off as, like, a cute little crush to help me see, like, life past my ex is now making me dread having to see him again probably this summer. So if you have any tips on how to get over someone that you've never even dated let me know
1: bye I feel like you have tips because I've never dated (laughs) it is it's definitely a tough situation to be in when you are in the mindset of like this could go somewhere I think that I've been in a lot of those situations with unfortunately I'll say it straight men I know that I know I know but like this is my story. And I knew it. I, again, I already knew that it wasn't going to go anywhere. So like I had to mentally prepare myself for that, but it'll get to a point where your emotions get so intense that you are going to need to separate from them. Like S that D shut that down, shut that down. Like, and if you know that you are going to see him again this summer, that's that's work that we need to do i know but it's
0: so the summer i turned pretty it's so good like it's so good listen i'm i was hooked from the beginning i'm hooked like it sounds like it literally should be produced by netflix like i'm hooked by the storyline but yeah i do agree you gotta shut it down yeah gotta shut
1: it down and like again you need to affirm yourself you you this man might have been great. He might have been great, but he is in his own little situation, and you need to focus on you, and you need to figure out there's a new person out there for you, and it's not him, until it might be, and, like, who knows? Who knows where their girlfriend will go? Wow. And just like that. And just like that, we are done with the last day of school. <laughs> maybe we, we we'll revisit maybe it next year. Summer. We covered negative core beliefs we
0: covered a lot of negative core beliefs yes we did not necessarily hit on the
1: last day of of school school. but that's okay but long story short it felt amazing to be at the last day of school and you were happy to enter summer
0: long story short I survived Mm mm-hmm thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of good children you know exactly where to
1: find us across all platforms at good children pod you have a little bit of homework to do, and that's totally fine. Because it's your homework. It's, it's your, your it's your summer homework. Your summer readings. We need summer to, school. Summer school is summer in summer school
0: is in session. We need to
1: spread the good word to your friends. Rate review. Leave a nice little review. We want to read them. Comment. Follow us on Instagram, as jo just said. Um, and we have another show that's coming up. Yeah, June 4th June 4th At the Gramercy Theater in New York City We'll see you there Limited tickets available Limited tickets available and I, I know that people are flying in from literally all over the country So like if you want to fly All over the world All over the world If you want to fly By all means You're telling people to fly here now? <laughs> by all means
0: By all means Whatever it takes to get to the Good Children live show at Sunday On Sunday, June 4th At the Gramercy Theater Tickets in bio Do it
1: Do it and we'll see you on Patreon.
0: What time is it? Summer time. It's on vacation. vacation. What time is it? Time of, of our, our lives. lives. I think I'm Beyonce. Joe, that lives was <laughs> really good. <laughs>